jasoncharles.net. I'm Kabiri Rosado, and I'm a makeup artist and a hairstylist, primarily a makeup artist. I do everything from models, actors, real people, news personalities. Sometimes it's a fashion show. Sometimes it's a shoot. Sometimes you just show up at someone's house and they hire you because they're going to a gala. But most of my work is either a photo shoot or TV. I have been doing makeup since I'm about five or younger, and I'm not joking. When I was a kid, I used to sell Avon, and my mom was a nurse, so I would go to the hospital and get all of the nurses and patients to buy Avon. And I did pretty good, actually, for my age, because I legally was not allowed to sell Avon, so it was my mother's account, but I did it. And that's where my love for makeup grew. I mean. In my home, growing up in Brooklyn, I had a, a little basement, and my brother had a dark room. My other brother had a little lab because he was into science, and I had a makeup studio. So I had the lights and tons of makeup and dress up, and that's pretty much where it all began. And when I first started out, really doing hair and makeup full time, because before I was also doing prop styling, I had a small child, and I didn't want to work full-time. I only wanted to work a few days a week. So there are definite advantages of being your own boss. One of the nicest things about working like this, freelance, is that you have a group of people who you have not met before for the most part, and you're all coming together to make the best thing out of that day that you can. I basically get hired through photographers or producers that I've worked with before, or someone that I've worked with recommends me to somebody else. I don't have an agent. I've never really wanted one. I like being able to make my own schedule. And I think when you have an agent, you're more reliant on their making a schedule for you. So completely my own agent. So I always look to see, oh, who can I contact that's new that I haven't connected with for a while? Let me send them some new work that I've done and send them a nice note and reach out to them. Normally, when I go to work, because my makeup kit weighs about 40 pounds, so taking the subway is not always ideal unless it's a direct thing. So normally I drive myself or I'll take a, a car, but pretty much I'm like a one-man show. I have my Jeep put on my music, get there, and you have to carry quite a bit of stuff. There's no getting around it because you never know when you show up what you're going to be faced with. You know, you can think, oh, the model, she has really thick, long hair, and you get there and suddenly realize, well, she's actually balding or, you know, so you have to have pretty much everything in your kit to be prepared for the best and the worst. 
when I show up at work, I always have my own space to set everything up on, introduce myself to everybody, and then I unpack my kit, make sure I have everything I need, everything's in place, my tools are plugged in and heating up and have water there and just have everything when the person who's being made up shows up they look and they think wow this is pretty great so you just kind of make everything look like a beauty counter in a store basically the person sits down and you start interacting with them initially by making them feel comfortable then you start doing their makeup you start discussing with the wardrobe stylist or the art director what the style is, like what they want. Start doing the makeup and then the stylist, the wardrobe stylist, will whisk them away to try a few different things to figure out, all right, where are we gonna start? What's the mood gonna be? Are we gonna start with something sexy? Are we gonna start with something earthy? And then you kind of take it from there. It's very collaborative. The person goes on set and you have to stand by. You know, if a hair goes out of place, if their nose starts sweating, if they have a booger, you know, you just have to be there prepared with a Q-tip, a wipe, hand sanitizer, breath spray or anything. Throughout the day, you basically, even if the person doesn't need touching up, you kind of have to make sure and give them a touch up anyway, even if it's just moving their hair. It's kind of my way, my insurance policy to make sure the person feels they're being looked after and that I'm making sure that they look perfect. Throughout the day, you're changing things up here and there. Usually it's not that crazy of transitions, but I have had situations where I take everything off and restart again because it's a completely different look. But normally, um, you know, you transition throughout the day, different looks, different themes, different wardrobes. At the end of the day, you know, you clean the brushes, pack up everything, and uh, sometimes people have a glass of wine at the end of a shoot, especially if it's the end of the week. The team might just pop open a bottle of wine or champagne and have a toast. Usually there's lots of hugs and kisses. Everybody, oh, hope to see you again, or let's exchange numbers. It's always a very positive end of the day because like I said, when you're collaborating on that scale every single day of your life, you have to be a team player. Otherwise, it just feels like the tail is wagging the dog somewhere. I think the thing that people most like about my work is that I love when somebody looks like the best version of themselves. Although I do enjoy doing things that are really over the top and outrageous like lashes and glitter and all of that, but basically I love to just make a person look like the best version of themselves. So that's pretty much my, I would say my signature style. Best part is we've done the person's makeup and hair and they look at themselves and they love it. Like that is the best part for me because then I know, okay, it's a home run. There's something that happens when you have a person show up and they look in their opinion, not in my opinion, but they look like they have no makeup on, they feel naked in a sense. There's something really amazing that happens between me and that person. It has to do with making them feel comfortable, making them feel secure that I'm gonna take care of them, they're gonna look amazing, 
and it's going to be a great experience. And I feel like it's, it's so much more than just applying a layer of foundation and, you know, the right pop of color on the lip. It's about making a person feel good inside because no matter what you do on the outside, if they don't feel confident and taken care of and soothed and pampered, it doesn't matter what you do, they're not going to shine in the same way. For the most part, at the end of the day, most of the people don't take the makeup off because they like it and they're going out or, you know, want to go out looking great. It's really different when you're doing a model as opposed to when you're doing a person who's being photographed because maybe they're a CEO or an author. It's a completely different thing because when you're doing a model, they're so used to having people touch their face and people play with their hair that they'll be on Snapchat the whole time or they'll be texting somebody the whole time. But when you're doing a person who's not getting made up every day, they tend to be, you know, like more well-behaved. They sit really still and they ask you, is this okay if I look that way? Is this okay if I look this way? And they're always so thankful and grateful that you made them look the way you did. Where with models, it's, it's just another day in the life. So they're usually completely distracted or they fall asleep, which is fine. I mean, it's a very relaxing process, so I could totally understand that. I think even if you have zero experience, if you love makeup and you love hair, chances are my gut instinct is that you would not be bad at it because I don't think you'd be attracted to it if you don't have a knack for it. And yes, there are people who are rogue Sephora buyers, you know, and they just spend thousands of dollars a year on makeup for themselves personally and they don't do professionally. And there are people who are just addicts about certain makeup brands and hair tools and that whole thing. But I think anybody who really likes it and is interested, my best advice would be to get your hands on somebody else and just start playing around. I mean, that's what I did. I always had somebody like, let me make you up. Let me, you know, from the time I was a little girl. I've gotten quite a bit of advice along the way, and most of it was very helpful. You know, just make sure you have good quality supplies. Make sure that your things are always clean and impeccable because I have definitely seen people who have dirty brushes and stuff, and it's just not cool. I mean, you're working with people who rely on not having breakouts and rely on looking good, so having your stuff be the best quality and clean is very important. And uh, a good friend of mine who's a hairdresser made a really important point to me once that you know your decades as far as fashion and style. Because even though it may be for something current, they may want a retro look or something futuristic. I think that I would always do what I do. Even if it was just one or two days a month, I don't think I would ever just say, I don't ever want to do it again. I don't want to work. I want to retire. I think that's closing a door and I wouldn't want to do that. No, I have not lost the passion. I mean, it's just like playing. I, I'm sure it's what uh, a painter would feel. You know, when you see the pastels, you see the colors, you see the palettes. I mean, for me, that's exciting. Mixing colors, creating textures by mixing powder with, you know, some sort of ointment it's definitely something that I have not lost a passion for. I think I would love to create my own line. 
of makeup. Like specifically, I remember back in the day when people were like, oh, you're you're a fall, you're an autumn, you're a summer, you know, and that whole color palette thing. And there's something about that that I really like. I like the idea that a person could have something that is just designed for their skin tone or their personality type. And I know that there are a lot of things out there that exist, but um, I would definitely do a little twist on it. You know, have something that would be more for a conservative type person or somebody who works in an office, and then something that would be more playful and fun. Do you have a name? Kiberia, of course. <laughs> You've been listening to Pieces of Work on jasoncharles.net. jasoncharles.net.